Hello. Hello, 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 and welcome to Me, Mom, Dad. Me, Mom, and Dad. I was just playing around with uh, some sound effects, just being silly. So welcome, everyone, to our 18th episode of Me, Mom, and Dad. Welcome, everyone, who have listened to us. We are celebrating our year anniversary as podcasting. My name is Tia, my mom is Gloria, my dad is Harold, and uh, we love, I am doing the podcast thing, I always uh, bother them with with um, uh, uh, interv- doing some interviews on these podcasts, some family and friends you'll hear through on our previous episodes, and I enjoy podcasting, pod- podcasting. And uh, thank you all for uh, um, listening. We started this podcast a year ago, a year ago, April, I believe, April or May, but I think it was April. I can go back and look at the exact dates, but I believe it was a- April. And uh, we started this podcast. My dad uh, has uh, Parkinson's. He's been diagnosed four or five years now. And he is 84 and a half. And that's how I started doing this podcast because because my mom and I and my dad learned a lot of great info of how to keep his life fruitful with Parkinson's. We wanted to share the good news is you can have a fruitful life with Parkinson's. And that's what we wanted to share to the Parkinson's community, but it turns out it's more, it's spread beyond the Parkinson's community with family and friends enjoying the podcast as well, because we also started talking about how important it is to have family and friends around and going through a a big mountain such as Parkinson's and or anything else. And it turned in, uh, we were sharing how family and friends gathering around lifts our our spirits and we keep the faith and we're always gathering in the kitchen, cooking and cooking and uh, shooting the breeze, but it's cooking brings family together. So we started sharing recipes as well. So it's went beyond sharing Parkinson's information. So on this episode, we will share peppered steak, and orange chicken. So stay tuned. Uh, uh, most members in my in our family are great cooks, so uh, we're sharing some recipes with you guys. So uh, again, my mom is uh, Gloria, my dad is Harold. My dad will be 85 in May, which is a couple days away, May is. Uh, it is springtime right now. It's Easter time. My family uh, have been visiting my brother, sister-in-law, and uh, my nephew have come down for spring break. We went for Easter Sunday, had a big Easter dinner, and that is what I started sharing with the Parkinson's community, but again, with everyone beyond Parkinson's 
beyond the Parkinson's community is uh, what we've done to keep my dad's spirits up, uh, to make sure depression does not uh, creep into my dad because one of the symptoms with Parkinson's can be depressed depression but you can battle that we've battled that and make made that not we made that disappear depression because lots of family and friends um made a commitment to come around more and more uh visiting us and staying with us and gathering around my dad and his his face just lights up when family come to visit so my brother is here and he, my, my, my dad and I, my brother went for Easter Sunday while my sister-in-law and my mom stayed home and uh, started Easter dinner and hung out. And it was just so beautiful to see my dad, uh, his face just light up and the strength in his body. And um, that is one of the things we do to keep the faith through this parkinson's we managed to make sure my dad has a fruitful life because he's still young he's fit one of the things we share with the parkinson's community the miracle of battling uh, parkinson's is exercise 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 most weeks my dad works out and goes to the gym about three times a week and we recently bought him an exercise bike for the garage. And so in between going to the gym, he will ride his exercise bike. And um, studies have shown that exercise is the key to fighting and living a normal life with Parkinson's. Studies have shown it. And... Um, there's these boxing boxing um, programs around the country uh, with Parkinson's patients, and they just start boxing and moving their arms and moving their bodies. And it's also another uh, sp uh, news story I saw about the stationary bike. Uh, Parkinson's patients are really taking on the stationary bike and almost uh, you not they're showing no signs of most days you don't know that they have Parkinson's because of the exercise. So exercise as exercise is the key, and it is um, my dad is a witness that exercise works. He most days walks around you don't even know that he has Parkinson's. Of course, there are days you'll see a tremor or there might be a day where he calls what we call wobbly legs and he might just, his body might freeze. But for the most part, he has great days because of exercise. So get out there, folks, and uh, start moving those bodies. What we've also discovered, my mom and I, is the absorption of the Parkinson's medication and that is our uh the medication my dad is on is cordodopa levodopa and most parkinson's patients are on cordodopa levodopa we call it the yellow pill because when it comes to my dad and his from his pharmacy it's yellow 
And the key is to, for my dad, and so we're sharing with you guys, is to allow the medication to absorb two hours before and two hours after. And when I first heard the, the, my dad's doctor and nurse practitioner tell us that, I was really had to think that through. And we figured out that it works. We weren't doing that at first. When he first got diagnosed, we were just kind of giving him a meal. And maybe an hour after, even 30 minutes after, my mom and I were like, it's fine, give him his pill now. And uh, he was literally crippled. He was bad. And once we figured that out, that it had to absorb, I really took the time. He has his first pill at 6 a.m., we let it absorb two hours. So that means he eats breakfast at 8 a sheet, like 8 or 8.15 or 8.30. I tr- we try to not let it go past 9 o'clock for him to eat so that the pill can absorb two hours. So if he eats at 8.30 or quarter to 9, he does not eat any more food. We let his meals absorb, and um, his next yellow pill will be at 11 o'clock, for example. And that means he has eaten between 8 and 9, and he doesn't eat any more. His body absorbs, uh, digests the food, he, and he'll have time for his stomach to get a bit empty for his 11 o'clock pill. And at 11 o'clock, he does not eat any more for that yellow pill to absorb and get in his body. And that is what works. Again, I've had a friend of mine whose father had Parkinson's and it was the same thing for her, her father. She was literally in tears and um, I explained to her what we witnessed and what we experienced is I said, look, you got to let that pill absorb two hours before and after and explain that, and it worked for her dad. So that is what we're sharing, friends. Exercise, 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 and allowing that yellow pill to absorb properly. Also, we've learned protein. Oh, I am so sorry. Protein is not a friend of is not a friend of of the yellow pill. We've just discovered that. Um, and so, um, for example, we would I would give my dad for breakfast a yogurt, and I noticed that he could barely walk. Uh, some days when I give him a uh, a yogurt for his breakfast, and this kept happening. We wouldn't give him a yogurt every day, and it was on those days. I was like, hmm, and I asked our our neurologist, and is is protein uh, not a friend? I also read in Michael J. Fox's brochure something about protein as well, and so our doctor said, yeah, it 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 is as if the protein cancels out the yellow pill. So for his my dad's first meal at breakfast. Uh, we really try to give him things that are hardly no protein. Uh, s- uh, most things have protein, but it'll a lot of 
things, a lot of foods will say less than one gram of protein. I've, I've fi found out that apples have no protein, but um, the yogurt we don't do anymore for breakfast. It seems like uh, lunch and dinner, he'll eat whatever he wants, but for us, the first meal, we try to give him uh, things that are hardly no protein. So for lunch, he if he has an ice cream, it doesn't seem to bother him, but we do watch the protein. So that is uh, information for you guys. Protein is not a friend of the yellow pill. Gordodopa, levodopa. Again, my doctor said is as it is as if the protein cancels out the medication, and that's what it seems like, my friends. Hey, as I was saying to you guys, my uh, family is here visiting us, and we're just having a ball, just enjoying these spring Easter days, these spring beautiful days where we live, and uh, my nephew's here. So whenever family and friends come around, I try to get an interview with them. It's not always easy to get folks to to not be shy and do an interview, but my nephew... He is here, and I happen to. He's 17, and he loves talking about his pop-pop. So I managed to capture him. I got an interview with him. So here is my nephew giving us an interview, my friend. Enjoy. Hello. I am here with my wonderful nephew. Let's say my favorite nephew. The others aren't here, so it's the truth. Right, Andrew? Absolutely. My beautiful nephew is here, visiting us here in Georgia on his spring break. And he is here visiting his grandpa and his Grammy and his auntie, Tia. That's my wonderful nephew, Andrew, 17 years old. I'm so proud that he doesn't mind chit-chatting and talking. Uh, you could hear him in the background putting some drum set together. I didn't have to do it. 
thank goodness he's been trained enough to do it. And so I mentioned to you before, my friends, that we always cooking. My mom is a wonderful cook. And um, my brother's the oldest. She has passed her cooking skills down to us. Uh, my brother's a great cook. My sister's a pretty good cook. And I'm a pretty good cook. My brother is, uh, we tease him. They call, his friends call him Chef A because uh, they say he's pretty arrogant about his cooking. We are pretty bad about our cooking skills. We're just like, you know, we just know we're good cooks. So we have fun with it. We're just kidding. But so we're going to share because we're always in the kitchen when family come, family and lots of friends. And family, cooking brings families and friends together. It is the truth. It is, it is, it is, it is the Bible. And so that's how we started sharing recipes. And we're going to share with you. I am so sorry. I think I'm turning the phone off. And then I don't. Um, so we're going to share first with you, my friends, peppered steak. Okay. It's so easy. You get your crock pot. Get your crock pot out, my friends. And you're going to just get any kind of steak that's on sale. Um, except for me, I don't, for this recipe, I don't use, um, I don't use flank steak or skirt steak. I don't. You probably could. For this recipe, for me, I just don't use those. But any kind of, sometimes I get a T-bone steak. If good steaks are on sale, if I get a little, um, any steak that's on sale besides the flank steak or skirt steak. Maybe you could try the flank steak or skirt steak with this recipe. But I find um, those uh those uh, steaks, um, beefs, um, are just a bit too chewy for this recipe. So you get your steak that's on stale, sale. Get a, a nice sharp knife and cut this beef, the beef that you get, into thin strips. Nice uh, bite-sized thin strips. Pepper steak like you see at the Chinese store. You get your crock pot and you will put your... Your thin sliced steak cut up and put put in the crock pot. Put all the meat in there. You're going to take some squeeze. You don't really have to measure anything. Depending on how many people you're feeding, if you get um, a pound of steak, you're going to get ketchup, brown sugar, Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, however you say it. Um, ketchup, brown sugar, um, uh, ketchup, brown sugar. See, I'm going off the top of my head because we don't read recipes. Well, we do read recipes, but some recipes I'm doing off the top of my head. My friends tell me to stop doing that because I'm always assuming that everyone can cook. And they told, my friends told me to stop doing that. But you're just going to take a couple tablespoons of ketchup like three tablespoons, uh, two tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, you know, just squeeze it all in there. You don't have to measure. Uh, let's say half cup of brown sugar. Put it all in the crock pot on top of the meat. 
um, get some honey, put some honey in there. Um, you're going to take, uh, two tablespoons of, um, uh, the, shoot, mm. the, um, uh, uh, cornstarch, about two tablespoons of cornstarch. Just sprinkle it all in there. Turn your crock pot on. If you want to put some, uh, a, a couple, a ta- a little, a couple drops of hot sauce, you can do that. You can't mess up this recipe. And you can also, if you have rice wine vinegar, put a tablespoon of rice wine vinegar. And um, that's it. Oh, put some soy sauce, maybe tablespoon of soy sauce. And get the crock pot on high. And the mixture is unbelievable that you're going to see. Uh, take also maybe a half cup of water and pour in the crock pot with all these ingredients. And you got yourself, get you some, we use jasmine rice. In about two hours, you'll smell all of these aromas. Also, uh, I forgot, mint some ginger, fresh ginger. You can just cut up some mint ginger. You get like a um, the scraper thing. Chop up some ginger nice and thin, about um, a teaspoon of ginger. Pour put out, put in the crock pot with all those ingredients, your ketchup and all your the ingredients that I named, a dash of salt and pepper, and let it cook, and the aromas are amazing. Oh, put some onions in there if you like to. Chop up some onions. You can't mess up this recipe. And and on top of some rice. We like to use jasmine rice. That is peppered steak, my friends. Okay. Here is orange chicken, another easy recipe. You're going to get your chicken, wash your chicken up, dry it, dab it dry, uh, salt and pepper your chicken, lay it to the side, get you a bowl, you're going to get orange juice, the concentrated orange juice that's in the frozen section, so the orange juice is frozen, and you're going to let it defrost, the orange juice, and you're going to get maybe a cup of wine, okay, maybe two cups, but a cup of wine, a cup or two, you're not going to hurt anything, easy recipe, then you're going to look for the Lipton cup of soup mix, it's in the soup section, and it's a box, it's, we use Lipton, Lipton cup of soup, they're envelope packs inside the box, taking my time, assuming that everyone, you know, don't cook, but those of you who cook, know the Lipton cup of soup mix I'm talking about. So you get a bowl. You Once your orange juice has defrosted, pour it in a bowl, all the orange juice. Take your two cups of white wine. You can use red. We use white. Although my mom has told me she used, she used red. I never knew growing up that she used red. I've always used white. It doesn't matter. You can't mess it up. Pour orange juice in a bowl. Pour your cup or two, wink, wink, of wine in a bowl and pour a pack of the of the Lipton cup of soup mix. I would say use the one pack, but if you use the two packs, depending on 
your chicken is not going to hurt anything. But let's say you're doing a pound of chicken. The one pack of the soup mix will do. Pour all this in a bowl, stir it up, stir it up. Go back to your chicken that you've salt, you salted your chicken and peppered your chicken. Put your chicken in a um, in a cooking tray, cooking cooking tray that you use, any kind of casserole cooking cooking pan, and place your chicken in the pan. Pour your orange juice wine, cup of soup mixture on top of the chicken. You're done. Turn chicken on, I would say, 375. After an hour, depending on your oven's cooking time, hour and a half or so, you'll see the chicken getting brown. You can go in there after an hour or so, and you'll see the juices. It's beautiful, my friends. And you can baste those juices on top of your chicken again. Orange chicken. Beautiful. You're welcome. My friends, remember, please, to keep the faith. The whole point, to my Parkinson's friends, the whole point of what I shared before, the whole point is when you have an understanding of, of this disease, you can live a fruitful life with Parkinson's. And um, that's all we uh, like to share is... Uh, Having a fruitful life with whatever we're going through. My dad is a retired reverend, and he taught my brother, sister, and I to always keep the faith that God is in control of everything and will always help us through um, our challenging times. So you guys keep the faith and keep happy and keep family and friends around laughing and cooking, of course. And uh, please stay tuned to our ep to our podcast. Me, mom, and dad are we always sharing our daily journeys? And uh, please subscribe when you are listening at our to our podcast at the moment. You go up the top of the page, and that rainbow looking icon looks like a Wi-Fi type of uh, icon. I believe you can click that to subscribe, so that. Any new episode that we do, you'll get a notification. Subscribing to our podcast helps to support us and help us continue to keep sharing our podcast to you. And um, please, please subscribe to me, Mom, and Dad. And I thank you so much. Once again, uh, I am Tia. And thanks for listening. Please enjoy the music.